Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another episode. In today's episode, I've got a question that I've been waiting to get for a long, long time, since I started this channel actually. Because I may have mentioned this strategy before to increase your income, but this is very, very good. And someone was, it was actually funny because they emailed in and they kept it very anonymous, uh, what they were asking about and even the title, it was very weird. I thought it was actually a spam email, but then I actually opened it up and I realized they knew what they were talking about using words like non-compete and CRO and TMF and things of that nature. So this was very, very good and I'm actually glad I got this question. So hopefully this will be able to help a lot of you guys out there in the clinical research space to understand how clinical research is a great field to increase your income exponentially if you know what you're doing. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. Actually, before we jump right into this question, I wanna let you guys know about the resume review program. For some reason today, I've gotten a ton of emails about it. So of course, in today's video, I'm going to mention it. If you're interested and wanna get your start or want to level up in clinical research and want the extra boost to your resume, you can email me eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com for any questions you may have uh, about your resume or if you are realizing that your interviewing is really the problem, or both is potentially the problem, you can reach out to me there and we'll get you on the straight path. So this person starts off, hi ECRG, hope all is well so far. Sorry for bothering you, but I have a question that's been bugging me and I have no people who could give me good advice. Honestly, you are the first and the very one person who I can ask this incognito. So if I may, I would like to ask you a question. So I work for a global CRO and I'm bounded by a non-compete agreement. There is one company that wants to contract me badly. They were trying to get me a year ago, but I refused. Now they came with more with a more sweet proposal, but 50% utilization only. I do not want to leave my CRO. Awesome line manager, good work-life balance, some opportunities, but average paycheck and want to accept this contract job. Just decent pay on 1099. My global CRO definitely would not allow me to work for two sides. But a friend of mine told me that I can open an LLC and sign a contract and work under that LLC so my name and social security number will not pop up anywhere. And my global CRO would never know about that. Is that okay? Does it usually work in real life? My global CRO would never pay me the same amount that I can get from both. And a contract position is a dead end. Good only for extra money building reputation, getting new experience, and that's it. So I'm facing a huge dilemma to take a chance and earn some extra dollars or forget about it and do not risk my reputation in case a global CRO would know somehow about contract position. I would be really appreciated for your experienced advice. So this is not a question can you believe I've gotten before, so I'm really glad that this person asked it. So basically, what they're asking about is what's called as double dipping. Uh, CRAs do this all the time. So they, I don't think they mentioned, no, they didn't mention what role they do. Um, but, you know, CRAs do this all the time. They do what's called double dipping. They will work in not even contract positions. I've heard of them doing it full time. They'll do it full time positions, uh, work for one CRO and work for another. So it's not illegal. Um, it's, it might be looked down upon if to do it the full, the full, uh, the, you know, the full position way. But if you're doing a contract, there's nothing preventing you from picking up an extra contract on the side. It's kind of like, I kind of look at it like this. 
Like, what if you have your full job and then you go work Uber at night? There's nothing wrong with that as long as you're meeting your expectations and doing what the job requires of you. So there's nothing wrong with that. So, yes, I would definitely do this if you have the ability to do this. If, if it's not going to affect your main job, I would, I would definitely do this. Um, you know, picking up an extra contract on the side is a great way to increase your experience, like you said, but more importantly, increase your income. And you can take that chance because you have a full-time job with all those benefits. So you can take that extra money and do what you want with it. I'm not going to go into what you should do with it, uh, your, your money, whatever, that's up to you. But uh, I would definitely consider this opportunity. And I, I would probably take it if I were you, if you're not happy with your income, but love the company. Um, now, you said you're bound by non-compete agreement. So are you so I would, you know, read what the non-compete agreement says, because sometimes it says, you know, you can't work oncology. Sometimes it says you can't work for another company that does, you know, I'll just say oncology. I mean, or no, it's going to be more specific than that. Oncology is too broad. So let's just say. Um, you can't work for another company that's going to do, you know, hemophilia or like some hemophilia medication. It's, it's usually very specific. So read that non-compete, see what it says, and many times you may find a way around it, including this company may, um, you know, do something else. Um, but most of the time, the non-competes are for people that have some kind of specific insider knowledge. At your level, if you're complaining about the money, I'm, I'm, I don't think that that would apply to you of having some some kind of trade secret or something that you could give to a competitor that would put the main company out of business. That's usually who these non-competes are for. So, um, yeah, I would definitely consider this. Um, you know, there's not many CROs that use non-competes. Um, I've talked about them in the past. So my guess is it's either IQBIA or MedPace. Those are the two that I know that you know, you look on their glass door and they, they talk about non-competes up and down. Don't confirm or deny that in the comments or anything. Um, but yeah, there are people that are double dipping all the time. So I would definitely consider that. Um, and, you know, other things to look out is, yeah, you're right. You can form an LLC and get paid under the LLC. Um, this is a part-time job. They can't stop you from making part-time job money. So I would definitely do it. The great thing, it's, it doesn't last for a long time. So if it, you find out it's too much work, you can quit. If if it, does, if it doesn't meet your expectations, if it's not what you thought it was going to be, um, you can quit also. Uh, these part-time positions, these part-time contracts are there, and they fully expect people to quit and go on to full-time positions because most people do want full-time positions. So, yeah, this is a great opportunity. I would definitely do it. And thank you so much for asking this question. I've been waiting a long time for people to ask this question. Uh, but mostly it's within with regards to people doing it for CRA work. So like you said, you didn't mention what kind of work this is for. Um, probably CRA, but you never know. Because there are a lot of part-time positions out there for CRAs. And they're looking for people that want to you know, work a little extra on the side. Because sometimes you get the ability to do that as a CRA. So thank you so much for putting in this question, guys. If you have a question of your own and want me to... Uh, give my take on it. You can email me at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. Take care, guys.